This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies. I have a question for you. I had to answer this question for myself several years ago, and it often comes back to mind again. Where are the watchwomen of the home? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but when we read in the Old Testament, we see there were always those who stood watch to protect the cities from any danger or threats that could come into that secured city, their dwellings. And today there is still that need. And sometimes it's an area that's often neglected or unattended. One in which we have a maybe false sense of comfort, of peace. And one that creates a type of complacency that can be deceiving. If we look in Titus 2 verse 5, it tells us that as older women were to teach the younger ones to be keepers at home. And that word keeper actually is a Greek word oikurgos, or a guard. And as one who does keep a home, that just means that we're supposed to literally guard it, just like that one on the wall would have done during Old Testament times. Our homes, our quiet, comfortable, serene homes, is where we feel enveloped with love, security, and protection. That's where the world can't get to us or hurt our children, our marriage, our faith. That's what many believe. I mean, after all, we do have to live in the world. And so do our children, so they need to have some sort of exposure to the, quote, real world. But in reality, isn't this the kind of thinking that's sort of dangerous to our most treasured possessions? And we don't even have to walk out our doors to have such exposure to the sins of the world. Much of the spiritual danger, if not most, we're going to face begins right here in our own homes, where the prince of this world slips under the crack of our door and attempts to permeate this protected environment. Our homes, our children who, by the way, are defenseless and dependent upon us to guarantee their spiritual needs. So there is a need for a security system for our homes, and we need to be the first responders when that alarm is activated, ladies. We need to be watchwomen for God. From the media to the memes, we hear women talk about being seen, being heard, being a mama bear, and some take great pride in being just that. And that's okay. But seldom do we see women flaunt, if you will, their tenacity to protect and defend their home from a spiritual ignorance. As a matter of fact, oftentimes, blame is placed on every porch but our own. And yes, I do know that there are many godly women who are trying their best to do all that God would have them to do, thankfully. But still... Those of us who are doing that remain in the minority, don't we? Does that mean we get to give up or give in to the world? Absolutely not. We might be the only influence that our husbands, our children, our neighbors and friends may see, brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's remember the words of the Apostle Paul, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Galatians 6, nine. These words should be very encouraging to us, whether we're single or married, whether we have children who are young, or maybe even just beginning their Christian walk. And it truly is a walk. It's a journey, if you will. 
The prophet Amos reminds us of the one with whom we should walk. Amos 3, 1-3 says, Hear this word that the Lord hath spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I have brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore I will punish you for all your iniquities. Can two walk together except they be agreed? We cannot walk with our right hand in Christ's and hold the devil's hand with our left. Listen to Jesus' words that we read in Matthew 6:24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Now we understand the part about serving mammon, and we talk about that a lot, meaning the riches of this world, covetousness, idolatry toward anything other than the Lord and Master of this earth. But it also encompasses one who would be caught up in worldly interests to the point that one would adhere or be attached to those interests to the neglect of the other, which would be the godly interest. This is just a law of human nature. The supreme affections can be fixed on only one object. The Christian walk demands that we set our interests on things above, spiritual things that will lead us to heaven. Colossians 3, 1-3 states, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When our life is hid, others can only see Christ in us. Consider how much scripture is dedicated to how we are to guard the home our children, our marriages, our relationships within that haven of peace, from the beginning of the Old Testament to the end of the New Testament. There's a reason for this. We are surrounded by the evil of this world. We often become acclimated if we aren't diligent in study and prayer. We can deceive ourselves into believing that sin lies and lurks, that it flourishes and thrives just outside our front doors, that we forget those very sins can creep into our physically safe and secure dwellings. We are more alert when we step outside our doors, believing the efforts of Satan attach themselves to us much like pollen can collect upon our clothing and we drag it into our safe abodes. But we often forget to be on guard of the contamination from within as well. Music, movies, the media, especially social media, can be very dangerous. But let's think a little bit deeper and look inward. What about us, ladies? What about our behavior? Are we walking the journey in our homes that Christ instructed us to travel? Do we use unacceptable language? Do we dress as He would find us acceptable to Him? I've often thought, if the Lord invited you to dinner, what would you wear? Would you wear a sports bra and short shorts? Wow, that's a lot to think about, isn't it? Well, there is much to think about within the home, too. That's why it's so very important for us to be that example of godliness in the home. Sin grows where we flourish and nourish it. 
A wise and faithful watchwoman for God knows and understands this. Much boasting is given to what women can do. We can do this, ladies. We can be seen, we can be heard, and we can show Satan who rules our homes. I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.